What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. And welcome back, everybody, to the Tip of the Tower podcast. David Morissuti here with Austin Owens. In the basement, we're officially a basement podcast again. We are those bloggers in a mother's basement. Yeah, well, I mean, she's 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 staying quiet. Mrs. Morissuti is a saint, so. I will say, um, we, we were going to do this without the lights. Like, we didn't need the lights on because it was supposed to be really nice outside. Then a massive-ass cloud. No. Not possible. And it got really dark. Um, so, so here we are. Yeah, we are... Um, there's a lot going on, man. I mean, just thinking about... A lot's going... Oh, who's the heck is texting me? Leaf's doing things. Yes. Jay's doing things. They don't matter. Because guess who else is doing things? The Raptors. Them Raptors. Not just the Raptors, Drake. Did you hear what I was saying? The Toronto Maple Leafs don't matter. Whoa. It's a bizarre world. They don't matter, but they still matter to some people. Well, yeah, I mean, when the Raptors aren't playing, the Leafs are still doing things. But Even when the Leafs Raptors are playing, technically the Leafs are always doing things. Yeah. Because but- you'll, you'll get the, the, cra- the crazy... What does it mean for the Leafs when the Raptors won Game 7 of a second-round playoff series? The, uh, I don't know. The shoulder massage that shook the NBA, though. Oh, man. Okay, here we go. Drake. Uh, Ambassador or what's the... uh, Masseuse. No. What's the... Yes, both. No, there was another word people were using for this. Or it's almost like... Um, I don't know. It's like, like, is Drake a fan? A fan slash ambassador? Or is he a nuisance? I cannot believe 
This is the conversation people are having. Now, I love the fact that this is the conversation Milwaukee's having. <laughs> that was their story. I cannot... I mean, if you're a Milwaukee fan, if you're listening to this in Milwaukee, God bless you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but this is a typical way to distract the self from the from the fact that you lost a double overtime game where the Raptors looked like they were on their last legs. Yeah. You lost game four. Like you lost the chance to go up three, one back at home. Like, yep. Now the series is a best of three Raptors. Raptors have the momentum. Clearly have the momentum. Now I think home court advantage will play a factor. Yeah. Home As, teams won every game. I mean, okay, so we're recording this before tip-off. Yeah. Um, so if you're listening to this during the game um, or after the game. Thank you. We'll, we'll leave <laughs> out the irrelevance of what did or did not happen. We also have to record this in a quick amount of time because Austin and I have uh, plans tonight. We got a date with Moneybags Middleton. Oh, Jake has come to the north. He, uh, We are heading to the Marlies game. He's doing his media rounds though on other shows, so I mean. Yeah, so he he we have to you know go pick him up. He's kind of a big deal. He is. People and know him. Those those Marley tickets were not expensive, man. <laughs> Told you to wait. We see did. what happened. We I, waited on those for almost a week. I think they went down at least twenty five thirty bucks. Yeah, it's crazy. Marley's tickets. If you haven't gone already, I wasn't able to go to the final last year, but I went to the series against the Crunch. Uh, was it the first or second round? Sat like five rows back. It was like. 12 bucks. I think Marley's tickets are silly cheap. Now, let's also not forget that this is also the same night as a Raptors game. Yes. So people are probably just like, I will sell this ticket so that I can go watch the Raptors. Let's let's be real here. The Raptors game is the most important game there is tonight. Yeah. Um, or that there is on Thursday, just to make it more Thursday, specific. Today, yes. Um, but... Um, the one thing I want to ask you, just I wanted to stay on this trade topic just a little bit. Um, yeah. I will say that I have no issue with him getting up, running on, you know, side by down on the court, clapping, chirping at the other players. I'm not a fan of him massaging Nick Nurse, even though it was freaking hilarious. I... It's just a non-thing to me. But the, the, now, I will say, it doesn't become an issue unless the team mentions it. No. If the team tells Drake, all right, let's, let's tone it down nur- a little bit. nurse in the game was hugging Drake at one point. He, he is a part of, like, people need to remember, he's not just a fan. Everyone throws the global ambassador term. He's a part of the team. Like, he's like... Yeah. Everyone and, was like... Oh, there's one tweet. It was like, what if Spike Lee or Jack Nicholson ever did that? The Lakers and Knicks. It's like, they aren't part of the organization. They don't have... They're just people that pay... That's like, the only thing you can equate them to, and it's not a good equation, because they're not quite on the same level, Spike Lee, Jack Nicholson, but Nav Badia is the biggest fan of the Raptors. Uh He's not out there doing that. This is the person you can equate them to as the you biggest can, man on the team. You see him, though, under the basket. Like, you know yeah. who that he is. And he he hugs the players. Like, every player on every opposing team. He sits under the opponent's basket yeah. by the opponent's bench. And, like, LeBron will come over. Every single player will come over. Those are fans of the team. 
If yeah. Nav was to do that to Nick Nurse, first of all, he'd have to cross the other side of the court and he would have been tackled at center by court by the time he got to Nick Nurse. Second of all, Drake, the organization gave him a position. Yeah. He sponsors, he pays money to have his company, OVO, his record label, up on the practice facility. It's the OVO Center now. They actually have a Drake night where the court. The team and has a jersey. And a court done for Drake. Yep. This is not... Like, people People are... It's funny, because uh, I think it was Mike Boldenholzer who said, I don't know what the deal with Drake as a fan or whatever the hell... Like, come on. By now, we know Drake is not any typical Raptors fan. Even Toronto media was getting on him, though. It's like, it's not that serious. You know what? As a it's fan... The same, it's the same Toronto media that... That complains about Leaf fans yeah. in suits or the pre in the platinum section, not coming out for the start of the period. That's just I don't know. Or not cheering. You and... know what upset me with Drake more than that was him egging Giannis on after he missed free throws, because that's something one of those moments where it's going to get thrown right back in his and everyone other yeah. else's face if the Raptors lose the series. It's it's one of those you're throwing it out there, but be ready to it's, take it back. It's game it three or game four of a series yeah. when you're tied. You're not sweeping. We're I mean, not the Warriors. You better hope your team wins, or you're going to hear about that for the well, next year. Let's not forget what happened when uh, Joel Embiid with the airplane celebration. It, exactly, it's the same thing. So you know, hey, look, Drake. I, but I think Jake, Drake, Jake, Jake, Drake, Drake realizes that, and I think he's just taking the look. This this is a, a run that I don't think we're going to see. Unless Kawhi signs again, I don't. It's still out for debate. Yeah, I but think unless is, he comes back, we're not going to see this for another decade. We're not going to see this for a while, at least another decade. I mean, until the team has the money and status and well players. people have proven in the nba that it's not quite what it was anymore you don't just get one player and it's fixed mm-hmm. everything like teams why was not enough to get it all done we've seen that no now. lakers got lonzo ball a couple years ago not the best example but <laughs> paired him with lebron that was supposed to be great they missed the playoffs this year look how much young talent the lakers got out of the draft and couldn't make the playoffs with I, the best also, player on earth i also think the talent level is not to the level that i think was expected to yeah. Oh, yeah. There's tons of different factors with the Lakers, but that's just one example. As one player, it's not like if it's a LeBron. Like, you don't know what Zion's going to do with the Pelicans, assuming the Pelicans keep that pick. You, you know, I've been thinking about this. Zion if, isn't if, guaranteed to come in if, and just light it on fire. Yeah, and if the Pelicans were to drop Zion. Yeah. And like, AD's gone. Who? Pardon? AD's gone. He said he's not coming back. Yeah, like... Who's who's sec, supposed to go second overall? No, it's not. Somebody overtook R.J. Barrett on the draft rankings. I don't uh, really. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna. No, that top three should be Zion, John Morant, and yeah, it's, uh, there R.J. You there you go. And, and R.J. and Morant can switch back and forth. Well, okay. So who has the second overall pick? It's and what is it? Reddish went up there. Or who am I forgetting? There's there's a couple guys that are good. I haven't looked into the draft because the Raptors haven't had a pick in a couple of years. I know that's the tough part. It's like you, like, I think they're. It's last... tough getting excited for the draft and the young players coming up when the Raptors are going to pick in the second round. I would think Memphis is going to take Morant because because Conley's getting old and like, and then if you're if you're they got Delon right though. If you're the Knicks, yeah. Why aren't you not call, talk, calling the Pelicans? Going, we will offer you that's a deal. R.J. Barrett plus whatever. Just. 
take for AD. I don't know. There's going to be some stuff at the draft. The NBA is always exciting. It's also funny how the Knicks, that report came out that they were going to trade well, Zion for the for for, for Anthony AD, Davis, for Anthony Davis so and the third, and the I think and the, the Pelicans just said that they'll keep both. Yeah, for a while. Then AD will go. But yeah, I mean, it's yeah. This is this is the run. This is the the run that your team goes on. It's kind of like '93 for the Leafs, and you saw how it went downhill after that for a couple of years. Yeah. Uh, it's like 92, 93. It's like 2015, 2016 for the Jays. It is. It's, it's those runs. It's you have in a window. It's more 2015, 2016 Jays. That's that's probably how yeah. I would equate it. And you, you have that window. Well, yeah, because the Jays won in the 90s. You have that window. And the Raps are in what? Year five or six of this window where they're making the playoffs? About that, yeah. And that's even, about... Even more because Lowry's been here, what, six, seven years? Yeah, that's about what you get unless you're extremely lucky. It's five or six years. There's certain outliers, but, you know, you're going to... This is... I mean, we've seen it. People that cover the Raptors that are I'm friends with, that you know are friends with, they've all said this is unlike anything we've ever seen before with the Raptors, and it's true. Yeah. The, the, the conference finals against LeBron a couple of years ago didn't feel like this. It didn't feel like this. Because it was LeBron and I mean, the hype Cavs. was like this in yep. terms of what the, what the how significant the games were. But what it didn't feel like was that chance of, we can seriously take this. because Yeah, the, we seemed like the underdog from the beginning. There were moments where you thought this could happen. But it, with the Bucks, you it's two against, it's one against two. Yeah. And the Bucks have some weaknesses. The Raptors have some as well. There's, this is a more evenly matched. But yeah. at the same time, like... Milwaukee was just really good in the regular season. That Pierre was like, ah. Eh. We've seen it before with the Budenholzer team, the Hawks a couple of years ago. It's true. I think. Uh, I mean, you look at what happened in Game uh, Four. Like the Hawks we, also don't have added a Kembo though. So yes, they don't have the Greek Beak. Yeah. But <laughs> I mean, what the Raptors have done well, uh, what Nick Nurse has, what's happened now is Kawhi. Everyone know like you saw in Games One and Two. The, the mob of uh, yep. guys going after after Kawhi. Yep. And then you throw it to a Norm Powell or Fred Van Vliet or Danny Green and clank nothing. Yeah. That's the whole now, problem with the Philly series. I don't, it wouldn't have gone seven if guys could hit shots in the Philly yeah, series. Yeah, and it wouldn't, it would not, this series would probably be close to being like. It'd be 3 1 be, Raptors if they could hit a shot yeah, in that first game. game. One. They went, what? Was it 0 for 15 other than Kawhi and. Uh, Kyle in the second half. Exactly. It's like you, yeah, and teams, you don't see that. You just don't see that. And people were just ready to write off the Raptors because of that. Oh, well, yeah. After game two, it was like, well, just stick a fork in us. Yeah. But, thank, I mean, it's sort of a recency thing because tell me from if he had gone down 2 nothing and Kawhi wasn't on this team, it was the DeRozan-Lowry era. This All due respect to DeRozan, stick a fork in us. You maybe win one that, game. That would have been last year. Yeah. Two that, two nothing on the road coming home, mind you. But you have to win three of the next five. Remember, I just remember last Four year. Four of the next five, excuse when me. When they had lost game three when LeBron hit that. that oh, yeah. That, that was, you knew it was over. And you're just like, they had that incredible comeback. OG was a, was a like, phenomenal monster. monster. And then it just was for nothing. Like, LeBron just went... And we're done. <laughs> I'm LeBron. You're going he, home. He just went and he he did the Thanos thumb snap. The Gonzo. Thumb snap. 
the snap just a snap. I don't even know why I said the thumb snap. Thumb, and it was, thumb snap. And it was just done. So, um, yeah, I, I'm uh, I'm very intrigued with how the with how this Raptor series plays out after tonight. Just this could be a game six where it's very much a game seven feel where this can be over, or it's going to be. A lot of nervous because nervous energy because you got. It's gonna be one or the seven. other. Um, I would prefer the get the get this over. Get the dub. Look, the Warriors are resting right now. Now, the Warriors could be again without uh, Kevin Durant. They're saying that it's he's not he's un, it's unlikely he's gonna start the series. They're gonna get but at least a week off though. So when they've they've already guaranteed yeah. at least ten days. So, I mean. I'm very, I'm very curious to see how the rest uh, plays out. Now, we're gonna go from one controversy to another. Um, it, it's funny. So, a, I didn't realize that the Blue Jays game was on, like the one on Victoria Day was a mat a knee oh, no. game. We're gonna and go really, there, I didn't know that until I saw the alert that Vladimir Guerrero Jr. will not be in the lineup against the Red Sox and I just this was my little reaction are you serious yeah I had family that went to that game you actually had 26,000 your best paid second best best draw of the season second best behind yeah. the Vlad Vlad debut so let's let's look at the trend here people your second best attendance of the year people get that day off and they want to come see Vlad the first, yeah, and the the first, the best has been Vlad's debut. Put two and two together. Now, I understand that you're not doing this for the fans, but guess what? You're asking fans to come out in a shitty season for your team. Give them something. Um, that was no, unex- that was unacceptable. I didn't hear the audio from the human press release, Ross Atkins. So he threw his coat. He threw. The, he threw I heard about out. that. That's what I. So heard. basically, he said we had a plan for. for we had. You know, we forgot. He says we forgot to mention to Montoyo the importance of Canada Day, of Victoria Day, yeah. because he's. Puerto I'm Rico. sorry. Are you saying that this is like a game by game? Like, the guy just came off. I don't think. It, I don't a, think it was a thing that had to do with Victoria Day. But please. No, he, no, it wasn't. AL Player of the Week. He had hit, what, four home runs in that road trip? Four and six games. Yeah. Four and six games. And then just had fifth and seventh last night. Yeah, the past two nights. Yeah. He well, had, yesterday, he yeah. had his fifth and his seventh game. Oh. And he had one the night before, too. Sorry, yeah, sorry, that was the night before. Yeah. I'm getting all my he shit. had his first in front of the crowd. Yeah. On the Tuesday, two where there was, four, I think, just shy of 15,000 people. Ten, about ten or 11,000 less. Like you know, if fans want something, this is something the fans have a legitimate reason of reason to complain. You know they've put up with a lot of crap. Yeah, like the Blue Jays were just not upfront and honest about the Donaldson situation. Like, they, also... they could have just said we're we're going in a new direction. We want to get younger. We want to, you know, we want to do this right. Ross Atkins last before last season also just straight up said that. We're only being competitive because you guys are still buying tickets. That was the best too. Yeah, that it's was your a fault. terrible quote. Yeah, you're the only reason we're still trying. Your your generous support and unwill and undying passion for this team is what's the problem. 
we wouldn't be investing anything into this team, and everyone would can, be gone if you weren't buying tickets. Can somebody can somebody remind these um, these front offices? And this was a thing we talked. Someone about. needs to put like something into Ross Atkins programming because that was the wrong. This thing is something to say. we talked about with Keegan two years ago, I think when the yeah. when Keegan was just starting off uh, covering Baseball the Blue Jays. Yeah, the about the dangers of tanking and teams not spending money. MLB is wondering why attendance is down. Yeah, they can't figure it. Out. Oh, I think we think the game is too slow. No, they try to speed it up. You know what it is? Half the teams are trying to lose on purpose. Your teams are refusing to spend money in this stupid attempt to go back at the players for a couple of contracts that you signed. Yeah, and now Blue Jays fans. Are furious because they're one and only star player right now, other than maybe Strowman. Strowman Sanchez on any given day. Yeah, Grichik. Like people are not going to see Randall. No offense, Randall Grichik is a pretty decent player. Good. Yeah. People are not shelling out the money. No matter how much him. money you pay him. Like like Jake Jake wants to go see the Blue Jays game on Friday against San Diego. I mean Machado will be there. That would be fun. Eric Osmer. <laughs> Jeez, thanks. But the reason why I'll Thumb go... snap! What, what will make <laughs> me want to go, and what will make any Blue Jays fan think otherwise, is Vladdy. Yeah. Rowdy Tellez, too, in a way. He's been... Good. Danny some. Jansen, good. Good to but decent. It's it's Vladdy. It's going to be Vladdy. It's, this is just like... It's not going to be any different until Biggio, Bo, who am I forgetting? Kevin Smith. Uh, Bichette. Yeah, Bo. Oh, yes, yes, um, okay. Like, your big guys. Like, none of that's going to change. Yeah. Vlad is the guy. He is your draw right now. He is. If this is like... This is... The, I'm going to make this uh, this comparison. This is like saying, oh, Holiday is skipping this home start yeah. to do a road start. That's how... And you, we, you would know, and you would know too, also, how many people... How many more people would go to a Holiday start? Oh, that's Just right. because it was ridiculous. They knew, A, he was almost guaranteed a great performance. You were going to get at least a quality start from him at the very end. And that's the guy you want to pay to go see. Look, if if you were planning to rest a guy like Vlad Vlad Jr., just be honest about it. Just be like, "Um, okay, we are going to do this. Sorry, I'm seeing something weird happening with our recording. Oh, there we go. I I accidentally hit something. Um, My bad. (laughs) Um, the European, like, if you're gonna sit the guy, be upfront and honest. Vlad Jr. will not play on Monday, but and that's, he could do that's that what Charlie did. Charlie Montoyo said something along the lines of, "He's played six straight games, and we're not gonna burn him out." That's fine. Guess what? It's crap timing, but we understand. I understand your your decision. Guess what? Vlad can also hit yeah. in a DH spot. Oh, absolutely. It's not complete blame off of Charlie, but at least he came out and said it wasn't some BS excuse like Atkins. That's yeah. we didn't tell. Oh, our manager's Puerto Rican, so he doesn't know the importance of Canada or Victoria Day. It's like, sorry, I'm getting that right. He's Puerto Rican, right? He is Puerto cool. Rican. Yeah, yeah I'm just making sure. But yeah, it's like that's just a cop out to me. Is like. Oh, our manager didn't know. It's trying to pass blame on the fact that... Look, yeah, you're throwing and, someone under the bus. Look, Charlie said, we have a plan. Yeah. So he's clearly stating, this is not just my decision. 
This is the medical staff who follow direction from the front office. Yeah. You, you, it's just, you know what? Have a better sense of what your fans want. If you sat him the next day, or you, and thank God they didn't sit him in today's matinee, even though they lost. Because oh, they lost. Boy, you would have had a lot of. I mean, you and I were walking around Union. You would have had a lot of upset kids. I don't think those kids even know who he is. To be fair, I mean, there. I think. I think <laughs> some the, of them would. The older ones, not the little kids. I'm yeah. not. Th- I'm talking about like the you know the, the uh, elementary school. Those kids little kids are more worried about getting their frosty inside the uh, not the frosty. What is it called? Slushies mm-hmm. inside the arena. So they're um, good though. Cotton candy too. Yeah, it's just not. It's not a good look from the organization, and. It's just ironic that he hit his first home run in the second game back. Yeah. And that could have been in front of a bigger crowd. Yeah. It Nearly could have been double. A bigger moment. And it just, it was just, it was not a, a wise. And I, hopefully it's a learning lesson. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Um, now they know. I do have one question for you. Uh, one last question okay. on the Blue Jays. Two, actually, technically two. <laughs> Showman. Mm. Trade him or keep him? Based on what Ooh. you're seeing now. I mean, can I get out of the way the first thing? The whole thing with the Red Sox last night? Crap. Yeah. Or two nights ago, again. I'm getting nights. Oh, Alex up. Cora? Yeah, Alex Cora saying nobody in the league likes him. Shut or something. up. Yeah, shut your mouth. He's not your player. I respect Alex Cora. He's a good manager. He's not your guy. He, shut the hell up. He actually, he actually admits that his guy... Stepped out of the box to disrupt the his guy's guy. Rhythm. His guy was set at the plate. Yeah, Stroman threw it when he was set. He, he was, wasn't. He wasn't doing a practice swing or anything. And he hit the ball. That's the weirdest thing. In the he quick pitched him. The guy still hit a grounder almost through the hole. Yeah. What is the issue anyway? Stroman. Um. I mean. I have a love hate relationship with Marcus. I like the pitcher. I like what he brings to the mound. Yes. He brings great energy. And he's a good ground ball pitcher. S- sometimes he goes over the board with his comments. We've discussed this in the past. Um, that's that's where the hate comes from. Is, But the consistency sometimes, like last year, was not very good. This year's getting good. I will, I will, good. Be, I will say this about Stroman. Is it's not his attitude on the field. Like him jumping around and doing all that stuff. It's great. It's good for the sport, honestly. Because mm-hmm. it's somebody that has charisma. And some sports are dying for a guy like that. Oh, MLB should be praising a guy like that. But yeah. No. Somebody brought that up today. The You've seen the commercial on Sportsnet. The new MLB commercial. Trout saying, let the kids play. Yep. Marcus Stroman does something fun. Or does something that's out of the usual. Huh, what a shocker. They're not letting the kids play. They're burning them over the spit for it. Because old baseball minds can't get over the fact that something new is coming into their sport. So, so that means, so my issue now going forward is he's he's clearly the best Blue Jays pitcher right now. Oh, more, absolutely, the more dependable one. To uh, be fair, it's not really hard to be the best Blue Jays pitcher. You just have to be able to play two starts in a row. Yeah, um, I'm worried about what he's going to want, like value dollar wise. Yeah. He has a genuine love for the city, though. That's what I kind of like about him. It was the same thing with DeRozan, and we're now getting over it with Kawhi, but finding a guy that wants to stay, especially an American that wants to stay in Toronto is... And make a life here. Yeah. Stroman, I mean, he's settled settled here. His family's happy to come down here, as far as we know. He'd love to play for the Yankees and be back home. 
I'm sure yeah. that'd be on the table. And there's probably a lot of places he would go play if he had to, but this is the one that he's shown that he This is the team to that took him. Yeah. And we he's know a guy the that, team would. And he's a guy that's been loyal, which is nice. Mm-hmm. That being said, the Jays are a rebuilding team, and it is what it is, and Stroman knows that. In baseball, if you're not winning, you're trading away your assets to rebuild. There's no real other way to go about it. There's no middle teams in baseball. So you're either building and trading for guys, or you're trading away guys to get better. He's what, 26, 27 right now? 27 or 28 ish, somewhere around there. Maybe 26 would be nice. I'd be, I'd be happy to be wrong on that. Um, but he's been good. He's been really good. He was a Cy Young candidate, like a far off six or seven Cy Young candidate. Him and, and Sanchez were Cy Young candidates in 2016. Yep. That's how good they were. Uh, he is. They are. They're very good, but the fact of the matter is, and it's weird because the Jays can't really afford to give up arms and not get arms back. They're they're extremely depleted. So that's my that's my issue. Nate Pearson's their best pitching prospect. Eric Pardino is another guy who's very good, but he's only nineteen. They have guys that like Trent Thorn, those type of players that can come in and. Fill a gap. Fill the three, four, five. Sean Reed Foley, Ryan Barucki, they're all good players, but three, four, five guys. There's no top guys. No. There's not a lot of arms that are top twenty-five that people are really excited, excited for, other than Pearson, because yeah. Pearson clocks a hundred. He seems like more of a reliever, though, hitting that. They, kind of they speed. Start, they're stretching him out as a good. starter, which I I like. I just immediately, anytime any pitcher throws like ninety-nine to like a hundred and something, it's like put him in the bullpen because he's just a fireball. That was Sanchez when yeah. he first started. That was, he was the Osuna before guy. he became an idiot. Yeah. He was a starter, turned him into a bullpen thrower because his fastball was insane. Yeah. So, that's my issue is, you trade him, what are you getting back for him? And what's... And and don't trade him just because... Don't do a Donaldson where, eh, the contract's not where we want it to be. Look, there's... Who else are you You're trading for assets or you're not trading him at all. That's the only thing. It's like, who else you... I understand how much you're paying to get rid of guys this year. And maybe next year you feel that way. Who else are you going to pay? Pay some guys. So, show the show your fan base. Show the show your organ your 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 players your young guys. We're going to be building with. We're like they just gave Grichuk an extension. Like that should yeah. show that you know some of those guys are willing to take that next step. But if they decide to draw Harline as Strowman, now if he's asking for an outrageous number, I can see that. But if he's asking for, you know, a long-term deal, I think he deserves it. Yep, that's fair. Sanchez so, not so much. No, yes. Scott Boris is going to have a really tough time. That's a rough one because he can't stay on the field. He can pitch. We no doubting his ability. He can't stay on the field. You're not going to give a guy that much money and oh, he's got, he's got a, a finger blister issue. It's, it's, if it's not the blister, it's a fingernail. Yeah. It's his his pitching he, hand he is just messed pretty up. Well, it's just and so, there's gonna be hesitation too to pitch the way he wants to pitch. Just looking at his stats real quick, Marcus Stroman this season, uh, eleven games played, all starts, sixty four innings pitched, mm-hmm. two and six record, not the best, but obviously you know that you put an asterisk beside that because of the Jays he's getting, offense. He's literally getting no run support, so I don't yeah. I don't have surprise with that. He uh, he's got a two eight one ERA. Good. It Very went good. down. He was at a two eight eight, I believe, and a one three four WHIP, which is not great, but 
Definitely not the worst. He he's had some issues with walks at times because he's like really dialed in on some of his pitches. Like he yeah. can't control the. Um, his walks are up. He it looks like he might set a career high for walks, which is not great. But last season he had thirty six strikeouts in one hundred and two innings pitched. He's or excuse me, that was ball. That was that was walks. Uh, he has 77 strikeouts in 102 innings last season. He has 55 already in 60-ish innings this year. Let's see. So he's walking guys, but he's king almost twice the amount. I will say, though, that if there is a team that just goes, all right, here's a dump truck of great value for Marcus Stroman. Yankees. Yankees are probably... <laughs> Yankees team. are just always that team you go to. Considering what, what's going on with Jay Happ and how he hasn't really performed... I have I have no knowledge or any interest in... Well, I should just stop there. I have no knowledge, yeah. but... I have no knowledge of the Yankees system, but that's always just the team you go to is like, yeah, th- if you need one team to earmark as a team that will yeah. pick up somebody to make a run, it's the Yankees every single time. The Padres are always a team that's... Especially since Stroman's a New York system. kid. Yeah. They would love that. Don't tell me the New York fans wouldn't love Strowman in their city with his swagger. He's perfect for New York. Uh, I don't know. He's, I, sorry, I think he might he's be. perfect for the big stage is what I'm getting at. He is. Playing at Yankee Stadium. Whether or not the fans would agree with like, some of the things he does, that's another Well, as long as he's playing well, they'll get along with yeah. everything he's doing. So, and it's, it's interesting. Like Sanchez is the more interesting one. I just think right now your your his value is just way too low to even consider it. Like if Scott Boris thinks his client has actually got value, I I say go find us a trade that makes sense to do, and we be happy with, and we'll we'll give Sanchez a chance to do what he to earn the money and earn the, the contract. I just don't see it right now. Sanchez has three seven nine ERA and Fantastic a one four five WHIP and in eleven had- starts. He's had he's had some issues with the with the ball with with again command has been an issue with this Blue Jays staff at times. He's also hit seven batters, which tied his total from all of last season. So his command's ouch. all literally rough. ouch. Yeah. So his command's not there this season, and he's also now been pulled from two starts for blister finger issues. Yeah. So it's a it's a rough go for him because he was the Jays' best. He was better than Stroman, undoubtedly, a couple seasons ago. Oh yeah. He was the Jays' number one. Before he had this blister trouble. Every single season since 2016, he's been the guy that everyone. And there was so. It's just like every he was time. So good too. 15 and two, and he had what was it? Three, three even ERA. In 2016. Yeah. Yeah. 15 and two. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I don't usually look at record to determine how a pitcher no, goes. No, but, but for Blue Jays pitchers, they don't usually have a record that good, unless you're Doc yeah. Holliday. Exactly. So, I really hope they he can figure it out. I really do. Done with the Jays? Yep. <laughs> All <laughs> right. Tell by my yawn, I am done with the Jays. That's, that's just because I'm freaking... Let's get to them Leafs. I'm going to be having a couple of shots of espresso before we go out tonight. <laughs> just to save an idea of how I... Have a day. So, the Leafs still find ways to get into the news. Yeah, not bad. Um, oh, one one thing before we get into the Leafs. Arbitrator so, just upheld Slava Voyanov's one-year suspension from the NHL. Oh, uh, yeah, so we're not... Could, couldn't happen to a shittier person. Next, the Leafs. All right. <laughs> All right. 
I have no time for him. That's just, it no, came up on my timeline. I don't have it either. Um, big, yeah, he's good. So, the Leafs, let's go with the coaching stuff. Yeah. They, un- oh, I'm crying. I'm so upset. The Ottawa Senators, I, I can't remember when exactly this clip came out. It was last couple months. It's near the end of the season. Loud mouth. Over. Loud mouth. Good one, Eugene. NHL owner Eugene Melnick of the Ottawa Senators. The classiest individual in the NHL. No issue. Fans love him. He, they love every time he talks to the media. Those Melnick out billboards. They're not Melnick out of Ottawa. They're Let's get Eugene out of the office so we can take him to lunch. Oh, yeah. Love that guy. He actually had the nerve... To say, the Leafs don't know how to play defense. The Leafs didn't build a good defense. Their players, they don't have any good top defenders. So what does Ottawa do? Let's take the Leafs defensive coach and make him our head coach. Now, DJ Smith is a very respected coach from what I've heard. Um, Oh, no. No, go ahead. This is for a later time. Okay. He... He's a very respected coach. Players have seemed to enjoy playing with him, playing for him. But, oh man, do we do we need to do this now? Oh, are you reading what I'm reading? Uh, you know what? Let's, no, let's, I'm, I'm I I want to stick to that because okay. DJ Smith, you know, he did a job. He he, he, he was he there was enough there had been enough talk during the season that we were expecting him to go. Yeah. Out of the two of them, I was expecting them to go. Now, the funny... I brought it up in our chat. The funniest thing is that DJ Smith leaves, and an hour later, the Toronto Maple Leafs don't announce his replacement, but announce Jim Hiller's replacement. (laughs) And then also tell Jim Hiller, hey, you can hit the road. Hey, Jim, um, do you you, you have another plan? That is such a funny... That's such a Lou move by Dumas. Hired the guy's replacement while he's still under payroll with the team. <laughs> I think there's just they've heard enough teams that have. Oh yeah. Like, like if 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 teams are calling the Leafs about Jim Hiller's like to interview him, they're gonna say, "Do you think it's Sean Tanis is gonna hire?" Yeah, probably. Okay. Okay. He could join DJ Smith in Ottawa potentially. Yeah, why not? They did so well together this year with the special teams. Um, oh yeah. So they brought in Paul McFarland, uh, assistant. Well, we'll I thought that I up. thought that was a fake name when I first saw it. Guy McGuy, um, another Oshawa guy. They uh, they love their juniors, their junior coaches. So, so DJ Smith, DJ Smith, former Oshawa coach. I wonder DJ. Sorry, Smith's, he was actually DJ Smith's assistant in Oshawa when they won the Mem. So I wonder DJ Smith's like, yeah, I'm going, guys. But you know, this guy, you would think he would try and take him for himself, eh? Oh, you know what? That was probably Coach what, DJ. I wonder. I wonder if that's what Dubas did. He's just like, oh yeah, you're leaving. You're leaving. We're taking your assistant. Take it. Um, <laughs> yeah. So he played in 2010 last. Actually, think of this more like a Godfather move, where it's like, it's like well, they think they're they got the upper hand. Oh, we got. Yeah, we're gonna. And then we're you we're signed Paul. with the Ottawa Senators we're on the Paul. day of my assistant coach hiring. They're like, wait, where did Paul go? He's just like, he goes to the front office. What happened to Paul? And then they, you know, they go like, we didn't get him. No. 
You didn't get him. And then DJ just went, oh, I have made a terrible mistake. Yeah, way she goes. Um, yeah, second-rate so, so second power play with uh, Florida. Yep. So, according to Bob McKenzie, that is where he will be used. Pretty good, yeah. Uh, spent two seasons as an assistant with Smith and Oshawa. Spent three seasons as the head coach in Kingston. They ended up making the playoffs all three hey, of those years. Dougie. With No, he was the head coach. Um, Doug Gilmore, I forget where he moved. I think he's an owner now. Well, he's in Kingston. Yeah, he's the head office because he traded his own nephew still, or something still a couple of years Kingston. ago. Still in Kingston. Um, but he was the head coach in Kingston. They made the the playoffs all three years. Mm-hmm. Made the second round two of those years, I believe I was reading. And he uh, he coached Emily Rosman, leaves second rounder in 2017. So that's he's got some one tie at least to the organization. Uh, two seasons with the Panthers, and now he's here. So loves to use the first power play unit. That's all I saw. Yeah, and that's music to everyone's ears. Oh, the Leafs Twitter is gonna be like, "How? I wonder how Babcock's gonna feel about this." Not good. Guess what? Babs had no choice of the matter. Sure, Babs is gonna say, "You know." That was my favorite thing: is DJ Smith and Jim Hiller were Babcock's choices. This guy was Dubas. I would say do I, but at the same time, like he had to clear it with Mike. He's telling see Mike, I think this would be a good hire, and Mike. And you could just, hey, Mike, it's either him or uh, we'll bring up Sheldon Keith. Is he going to let me sign Oh, yeah, yeah let's, let's, let's bring Paul. Is he going to let me use Marty? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very curious to see how that's, who's going to be Jim Hiller's replace. I mean, who's going to replace DJ Smith? Because technically they hadn't replaced him. Mark Crawford. No, he's going to be a head coach somewhere. <laughs> no, you know what? He's going to go. He was supposed to be one of the candidates in Ottawa. Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen with that. I think maybe he gets a look in Edmonton. Who knows? I don't know. I don't know. He was Austin Matthews' his coach. I mean, I'm making way too he, many connections to Mark I just Crawford. don't know if he's more... Is he okay with being a defensive coach? He was an assistant... I forget where. I could be wrong. Hold on. I'm very wrong I mean, most of the Col- time. He was with Colorado. He was in uh, Vancouver. Right, he was the interim head coach after Boucher was fired last season in Ottawa, and they didn't keep him around. Yeah, who? Where was he before he went to Switzerland? Uh, he was the head coach with Dallas. True. So he had spent the last three seasons as Ottawa's assistant coach, behind Boucher. But Boucher was also an established coach. Babcock is as well, so he might do it. I'm making way too many connections to something I have no yeah no sources behind. Mm-hmm. But I just hey, why not? That's the, that's the first name that popped in my head, so. I mean, it's throw a dart at the board and see if it lands. I'm wondering what's going to happen there. It'll probably be another guy that's up and coming. I would think another young, like 35 to 40 year old. That's who's the Sue Savory Greyhounds coach? Do you <laughs> want to look? Um, no. Well, maybe one of the assistants in the Marlies with Sheldon Keefe. Too. That's another option as well. There's going to be a lot of Sheldon Keefe being the assistant coach. He has one. He just oh wait no. I would want to play. I would want to be the AHL head coach still too. But we saw the we saw that article that Luke Fox wrote. It's NHL head coach or he's staying with the Marlies. Yeah. No other. And it's got to be the right spot because you saw what happened to Dallas Eakins. He just took the first job with Edmonton, and now he's back in the AHL coaching because Edmonton Mm -hmm. does what they do to every asset. Sorry, Edmonton fans. They crush their dreams. Yeah. And make mine lovely (laughs) in the process. But have no fear. They crush the fans' dreams at the same time, so it's an equal opportunity thing. All right. Awesome. You need to read this while I'm getting into this. 
So, a lot of you folks have uh, been getting on a certain fellow, maybe from Sweden, actually from Canada. Um, born in Canada. Born in Canada. Little known fact. Actually, real known fact. Oh my god. Because everyone made fun of Don Cherry for it. Oh my goodness. Um, Sir William. Sir William. Bill. I forget his full name. I couldn't go that far. Sir William Bill Nylander. That's what I'm gonna call him. Let's just let that one breathe for a sec while I look up his actual full name. (laughs) Hold on. No, we gotta give this the right. William Andrew Michael Jr. Nylander of Tellius. Oh, yes, that's right. The mother's last name. That is an awesome last name. Oh, yeah. Um, he's having a great tournament at the World Championships. But, Austin, he's not playing against the Canada, the U.S., the Russia. Oh, he did play against Russia. No, he didn't. Well, he played against Finland, too, today. Oh, and he had a point in that game. Oh, did he have a no one pass across the slot that... Oh, he did. Oh, but he doesn't back check, but he does. Oh, but he doesn't hit, but he did against Boston. He's not a great locker room guy. Oh, but, but he cost $10 million, but he doesn't. Oh, but the, but guys in the locker room don't like... Oh, no, sorry. All, all the teammates are talking about him being a world-class player. Oh, he has questionable fashion sense. That one is actually still on the table. Yeah. You see the shirt, the, the photo he took? He had... He was trying clothes on for a video, I think, for Sweden. Mm-hmm. And he was taking his shirt off, but he put his hat and his glasses back on before he put his shirt on. <laughs> so he just had a toque, gla- like Harry Potter glasses, and then no shirt. Like, just a very odd order you're putting shit on, Willie. Other than that, on ice product, really nothing to complain about nope. in this world championship. Sure, didn't have a good season with the Leafs. But I dare you to trade this person and watch the team that he's traded to Laugh the Leafs into the ground for the next decade. If Kyle Dubas was actually considering trading du- uh, Dubas, if Kyle Dubas was actually considered trading William Nylander, he's trading and himself. a team wasn't willing to meet the price, and they're watching him play at this World Championship, I wonder if they're going, well, shit. And that tweet that David was reading that he was laughing at, let me just get through it. William, I'm just going to sit back and, and listen. Sir William Andrew Michael Jr. Nylander Altelius is now the all-time leading uh, scorer for Sweden. Most points, 18, in one World Championship tournament by a Swedish player. And then, excuse me, let me give credit here. Sammy Hoffren, who is NHL correspondent for, I believe that's a Swedish publication. Yeah, he is, I've heard him before, actually. Uh, And he finishes the tweet with, it helps to start the season in December. I guess so. (laughs) So, yeah, he has a lot left in the tank, it appears. Helps when you get half a season off. I'm not going to lie there. that's Sweden got him at the right time because he was rolling from the playoffs. No matter how you want to put it with his offseason performance, mm-hmm. I mean, he got playoff reps and then went to a tournament where there's larger ice and more room to maneuver. So That's dangerous. He was already skating circles around the Bruins. I can understand the argument that it is... The smaller ice, the bigger ice surface, he has more room to work. Yeah, sure. But every player benefits from that. It's not just Nylander. Exactly. Thank you. Like, it's not like one guy. It's bigger for every, one guy the, than everyone you, else. Have you seen Nikita Kucherov in this tournament? Have you just seen Russia in general in this tournament? There's an absolute firing squad, that entire team. I have. I saw them kick the living shit out of the Italians. Oh, more suit. 
I, I I'm not even convinced half these players are on the Italian national team or Italian. Was Luca Caputi still playing for them? No. God damn it. I really don't even think Luca Caputi has a Italian <laughs> a coach somewhere. Anyhow. I could play for Italy. All I just need to do is get my citizenship. What am I forgetting? Malkin, Kucherov, Gusev, Kuznetsov, Ovechkin, Gusev. Did you say Gross. You said, you said Kucherov? Yep. Dadanov. Yeah, Dadanov. He's been pretty good. Is uh, uh, are any of the KHL guys playing for him? Kovalchuk and Nikita Zaitsev. Yeah, Zaitsev, Orlov. Martin Marinch had a goal yesterday. Oh, really? Yeah, he had a Polak special that bounced really? off a defender's ass and then that. Um. Yeah, and who else does Russia have? Um, Everyone. Aren't they undefeated? Yes. And Canada dodged a major bullet because beating the U.S. the other day, they had to play Russia if they lost. Not only that, um, Canada's been Canada dodging. almost lost anyway. <laughs> They've dodged quite a few bullets in this tournament, um, <laughs> too. Yeah. Cabo Caco. If, that, if there's one player who's had... Do you want to talk on the draft for a second? Yeah. Or just touch on Caco? Okay, so He's... are we done on Nylander? That's all I had to say. There's not much that you can say from one thing to the other. He's, he's good. He's a good hockey player. Shut up, Lee fans. He's and good. And it's just a hunch from somebody who watches the games. As oh, much as oh, you don't want to believe do it. Do you watch the games? I mean, the way people message me back in my threads and yeah, my articles, you'd think I'd never watch a single hockey game in my life. Yeah, but, you know, Austin doesn't live, you know. You know, I don't watch sports. No, we, we, we all we just do is... I go to EliteProspects.com, and if he doesn't have over a point per game, he sucks. That's pretty much how it goes. Um, no, he's good at hockey. Is he now? Anyone with a set of eyeballs and a non... The thing I don't get with Nylander, sorry, I'm just... I'm, multiple things are jumping into my head here is the amount of people that are willing to just crap on a player that plays in their own organization. Yeah. And signed a contract. He could have sat out this entire season. And at that point, I would have said, sure, rip on him. He doesn't deserve our respect if he's going to just quit on the team for a year. But he came back. He took his lumps. He's getting trashed on a game-to-game basis. Every single mistake he makes when he's playing, even when he's is multiplied by 10 it, because it, of the contract. Well, it's not just that. It's, oh, he, we could, well, you couldn't do that earlier? You couldn't? Like, sh- yeah, it's never – nobody's ever satisfied in Toronto. I'm never satisfied. No. But we're never satisfied, but we can also cheer for players on our own team. No, that's not allowed. When Nylander came back, why are you not cheering for him? He's wearing our jersey. Who cares what happened before? The team was in a fantastic spot before he came back. They were a top five team in the league without Nylander in the lineup. And you're adding a guy of his caliber to the team. And you're mad about that? Of course. Because nobody can be satisfied in this city. Nope. And that's why, um, I'll just say it out loud, a good chunk of this fan base does not deserve nice things. They don't deserve a champion. Not if that's the way... Like If they're if they're really wondering, why can't the Leafs get it done? Look at the St. Louis Blues. How many times has Vladimir Tarasenko's name come up in trade talks? People tra- Everyone was pretty much going to get traded from the Blues. Everyone. And they're in the cup final. How many times have we heard uh, how many Tuka Rask? How shit he is with the Bruins. How the Bruins fans hate him. How they every day before how the they can't started. win a cup with Tuka Rask. They're in the Cup final. The Leafs would be killing for Tuka Rask right now. Oh. But before Freddie Anderson got here, yeah. the Leafs would have taken back Tuka in a heartbeat. 
Sad part is, um, before we get into anything, a lot else, of sad parts to this. Yes. Tuukka Rask, obviously the big trade from the Maple Leafs. Oh no, I know where you're going with this. Uh, he's going to be handing the cup off, or if celebrating a cup victory with John Ferguson Jr., who's now in the Bruins front office. <laughs> that Stanley Cup ceremony is also going to be broadcast <laughs> by Andrew Goddamn Raycroft, who's on the Bruins broadcast. <laughs> I know. And guess where Justin Pogge is? Italy? No. He was the goalie for uh, Rogla in the SHL. Oh. Tim Lilligren and Sandin's team they played for in the draft year. He they played as Justin Pogge as their starter. I almost stopped hitting the record. I actually did for a second. John oh. Ferguson Jr. actually pitched a rebuild to the Leafs management front office. And they said no. And they said no. That's Blame fine. John Ferguson for not making a great trade. You know, like, you know, they tell you to trade the guy, but don't give him away. He's the face that has to put up with a lot of crap. That... But he wanted to do it the right way and yeah. didn't have the support that Kyle Dubas, that any... Like, Lou Amarillo. Nobody gave gave him that support. So no. I don't hold him totally accountable, I will say. But <laughs> it is... it is. It's on both bitter. sides. Yeah, with that. It, is, it is sickening to my stomach. They see potentially the Bruins having that happen. It's poetic justice for Ferguson because I'm I'm happy for Tukarask. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Because it's when we talked to Marissa and Jimmy at the start of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. It's just Tuka's been the whipping boy. Yeah. Because he's held to a standard that Tim Thomas, the best season of that man's career, is the measuring stick. That was one of the single best goalie performances in the entire playoffs. And this poor guy has to play every single season and live up to those expectations, yeah. even though he is a world class goalie. And 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 another thing is, I look at the Blues. I think of where they've been. I look at a guy like Alex Petrangelo. I want them to win because I want him to win. I want them to win because there's guys. There's guys on that like where that like that Doug Armstrong. Give him a lot of credit. Could have made some really bad trade if he decided to scrap it all and he didn't yep Uh, I'm I'm gonna root for the Blues because I can't root for the Bruins Alex Steen to finally get that cup he's been longing for 34 35 year old Alexander Steen that's weird 2002 draft that's when he was drafted it's one of the last Leaf games I went to he was still on the team that's how long it's been wow so I am good for them I'm happy for honestly the Bruins if they win it good they took advantage Mm -hmm. Uh, you can't be mad at the Bruins. The Lightning lost, and they took advantage. I can't advantage. be mad at the Bruins. Oh, absolutely. You can. But they took they took full advantage of the opportunity that was awarded when the Lightning were bounced. No. This was the year to go. And, and the Leafs. Yeah, the Leafs had a chance. Guess what? The Leafs blew their chance. I know. It is what it is. So with that being said, let's go and have... One sec. We didn't round out that point. William Nylander's good at hockey, so stop getting on him. Uh, he That's sucks. where we were. Yeah, I'm convinced... I am convinced now, seeing him at the World Championships, he sucks, he's poisonous, Leafs need to get rid of him. If you have any issue and are listening to this podcast, my DMs are open, feel free and I'll let you know what your problem is with hating William Nylander. And that's underscore Austin Owens on Twitter. Hit me I up. mean, you can hit me up to D underscore Morissuti. It doesn't have to be a pissing contest either, I like just having nice chats. We'll just make sure we win. If, if you start one of those pissing we'll contests, just, you though, you're wrong. just expect gifts. I just get people <laughs> into the ground. That's also true. 
Um, yeah, we'll enjoy the what could be. But I think by the time we get back on again, the Raptors could be out of the playoffs. Could be in the NBA Finals. Could be in the NBA Finals, or could be potentially playing in the Game Seven. And the old uh, the old Marlboros that we're going to see tonight. I got to put the tickets. They could be in the Calder Cup Final. They could also be out. Very Newfoundland so. Growlers. Let's give them a shout out. They're in the Kelly Cup Final. Yes, they are. Very good for them. Very First good. season. Shout out to them. Very good. Good um, out. Good for Semyon Durogachinsev. Love that kid. SDA all the way. So thank you guys for listening. Done. Uh, we will catch you on the next podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes, wherever the heck you get your... Oh, I don't know if we're on Spotify yet. I'm trying to figure that out. What? Uh, but I just want to thank you guys all for the supporting once again. And uh, stay classy, Toronto. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.